Hey, 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 we're back. What's going on, guys? Hey, guys, I know it's been a minute. 2024, last episode aired in 2019. Obviously, it's a, uh, it's a big jump in between season one and season two, but as everyone knows and is aware... Life happens! <sighs> COVID. Well, COVID yeah, happened. <laughs> COVID, oh! Who remembers COVID? COVID happened in 2020, uh, roughly February, March, Are our we last... still in COVID? Uh, I mean, it's, it's manageable, right? It's not yeah. like... It's not like it was back then, obviously, with the scare and Not according to my mama. My mama still thinks it's bad out there. Everyone fearing the pandemic and everything like that. So our last episode aired in um, December of 2019. So we literally finished right before COVID hit and uh, life happened. So this episode, we want to strictly talk about uh, post-COVID and how COVID reshaped our life and uh, everyone's life, uh, relationships, uh, friendships, uh, social functions, how um, different relationships were strained. I know that uh, the geopolitical world really got heavily involved and you had certain friends that were anti-vaxxers, certain friends that were proponents of the vaccine and uh every everybody in some between. that were threatened to vax some that were not <laughs> exactly i mean it's funny because you know our 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 uh our son is six years old ah last time y'all yeah. were he was like a little tiny little baby yeah i mean wait it was. recap yeah we have only one child one child one child still it's gonna remain that way yes uh still staying home still travel agent Yep, I work from home. I'm thankful, you know. Ever since COVID. Yeah, I, I'm lucky enough that I've been able to work remote uh, ever since COVID, ever since before COVID. So I was actually pretty lucky and I've been able to uh, enjoy this time with my wife, with my son and sort of get some quality time. Yes, so, that's right. We do spend 24 hours a day together. <laughs> We're still married. Yep. Still love this man. Correct. There's We're not crazy. <laughs> it's just we're crazy about each other. We're somewhere in the mix between kind of crazy and crazy about each other. But no. Still I'll, have two dogs. Yep. My baby Snowball, he's an old man now. Yep. Uh, he's limping on one foot right now. Them, them uh, joints. Them hip joints, joints and knee joints ain't joints. doing so well. But, but he's hanging in there. Baby Dre's doing good. We're doing good. Uh, we're doing pillow talk because this is honestly the really only time we get to ourselves. Without so that, baby, that might be that without, might be a better way to, to jump into things, right? <laughs> the Marmols Podcast Season Two is called Pillow Talk because where do you and your significant other find the time to talk about life, gossip, all of the things that you would normally want to talk about during the day? Is when you start unwinding and you're just in bed and you have some great pillow talk. So we wanted to allow you guys to join us in these conversations where we talk about life, we talk about uh, relationships, we talk about friendships, parenting, and, you know, just... Just life. Everything in general. Life. I'm in PJ because I'm ready to go to bed. Uh, my husband is not. The conversation that we and had... And so then, ooh, can you put, like, a question below here and we can say, audience... Just right there. Uh, right here. <laughs> audience, do you think that Dre should be in PJ's... We're not in PJs. I'm in PJs because I'm like, fuck it. We're gonna get, we're gonna get comfortable. I'm in bed. I'm about to go to sleep. But once this turns off, I'm out. 
So lights out here. So I don't wear pajamas to bed. I've never been a pajama guy. I and typically screw it. Give a lady some show. <laughs> I typically strip down just the boxers, and that's that's my deal. But I figured for the show, I didn't necessarily have to get in PJs, but I could get comfortable. I'm com- I'm comfortable. I'm relaxed. You know. The ladies want to see your bits. What? Wait. This is gonna turn. Into a different show. That, Never mind. No, that one we because sell on my our OnlyFans. On our OnlyFans. <laughs> Which like... is another topic I wanted to discuss. <laughs> it's crazy, you know? But I think that's going to be for later in the season because I we've had these conversations and they're interesting topics. When looking in a, into a relationship. No, don't. Okay, okay. I'm not going to get into it. Because that's like something else. What well, are we talking teaser, about? teaser for a few episodes ahead. So, anyways... Talking about post-COVID and how COVID reshaped our worlds. Yeah. So, COVID hit. I was very, very lucky and I became, uh, you know, fully remote. And I was able to spend a lot of time at the house and get to uh, witness a lot of moments that I think that parents wish they had. uh, With their children, with their spouses. Um, And I think that honestly led to us having such a unique and strong bond where um, everything that happened with the pandemic, the social distancing, the isolation that a lot of people felt uh, from friends and family, I think that those bonds only grew stronger for me and Julianne and for my son. I mean, baby Dre thinks you play video games all day. Yeah. He doesn't think you work. No, no, he comes (laughs) comes in the Dre stays home, Dre stays home, plays video games all day. That's my <laughs> office is essentially my game room where I have all my consoles. What's your dad doing? As people know, I'm my a gamer. My dad, oh, my dad just games all day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be the most popular dad amongst his preteen friends when he gets older. Obviously, because they're gonna say, "Oh, this are. guy has a YouTube channel, or he's gaming on Twitch, or something." Mm. No, not at all. I just spit out water. Well, there you go. There you go. First blooper of the uh, of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways. So back to what I was saying is that um, a lot of relationships struggled, right? Our relationship got stronger, but there were a lot of relationships that didn't last because it literally meant being stuck with the same people 24-7. And I don't think a lot of people were accustomed to that. So we you saw the divorce rates go well, up. Yeah. We obviously have been married for a while, y'all. Yeah. You know, so we kind of... 12 years. 12 years. Well, yes. But during COVID was like, what, like 9, 10? Uh, four years. Know. Yeah, four yeah. years ago, so eight. So, like, eight, nine-ish. Um, so, I mean, we had gone through the hump already. Um, we did have, you know, our son who was younger, who that, that was also an adjustment. I felt bad for him because although he wasn't, like, a COVID baby, he was, like, a COVID kid, right? He so, got the trickle-down effect from COVID, COVID in a very adolescent age. Yeah, like... You know, not being able to go and see his friends or, you know, have play dates, I should say. Making friends. Making because friends. Because he was he was about, what, two years old, three years old. He was like three. Okay, like, three years old. Yeah, like, yeah, three, he was three. doing a, like a Montessori type thing. But yeah, like, it was like, know, like, a like mommy day out so that I wouldn't go crazy. Where he would interact with other kids. But the, the biggest fear that we had was with all the social distancing and not being able to see his friends and things like that is that he wasn't getting interaction with other kids 
and he was spending a lot of time I by mean, himself yeah, like, with we us. We would go to the park and there was other kids there and stuff. But even then you were still like, because, you know, you watch the news and you're like, oh, as soon as you heard like one kid cough, God forbid it was like allergies or something. You're like, get away from him. Well, <laughs> think, sanitizer. I think a lot of people have that, that nervous thing that it whenever they freaky. were in public and you're wearing your mask. And you needed to sneeze or cough or anything. People would do like the fake sneeze where they were like, yeah, because, because they didn't want to. People would look at you like you're some. You've parasite. got it. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see how things have changed. But that was our biggest worry, right? The social interaction, the social distancing uh, for baby boy, and how that would psychologically affect. Him. And I think it honestly did. I think it messed with his with his little like coming out of his shell. For a little bit. Yes and no. Until he really got into school and then, you know, and, I, and, and life started happening like normal. I think that the effects that happened to him were not necessarily negative because I think he learned to grow to enjoy himself and his imagination. Yeah, so he's also an only child. Correct. But he, he grew into enjoying time with himself and learning to use his imagination. But at the same time when he went into school and everything like that, and things sort of subsided from COVID and things got normal, he made a bunch of friends. He has great social interactions with his friends, but he also doesn't need it. You know, a lot of kids feel like they need friends to have a good time He's or something like that. He's the one that tells us he does not want a sibling. It's pretty funny. <laughs> because He's not like, no. Sometimes he'll be like, oh, you know, a brother, a sister, and everything like that. But the minute... We mention, oh, well, you know, another baby. That means they're going to be the baby. Or if he sees her holding another baby. baby. Oh, man. Game game on. He's like, nope. I'm no the baby. more baby. I'm the baby. Yeah. That's it. It's pretty hilarious. But he's, he's pretty spoiled. But I think that those psychological effects of COVID helped him understand that he didn't need to have another person there to have a good time. Or to enjoy playtime. Yeah. So that that's it made good, him right? grow stronger. It made, it made him, him grow stronger, stronger as an independent in, child. Right. Right. Um, it also made me, as a mommy, view things a lot more differently for him. Um, in the aspect as like you know, before I'd be like, oh, you know, well, you know, homeschool might be something for me, which homeschool is for a lot of people, but being with him all the time at that age and trying to kind of do like the pre-k montessori teachings yeah i was like oh hold up julianne you're not a teacher yeah let's 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 not do this well she did an amazing job i, I mean, did an amazing job for the mo for the for the time very, being very humble but you know i mean hello <laughs> i mean i killed it the kid knew his shit yes but he did i it's just it's not for me that's for the teachers to all the teachers, I applaud all the yeah. teachers and that all the. That is not an easy job. No, that is man. not an easy job. Being with all and... them kids, man. Mm. Let me tell you something. I could, I could never. I mean, I love it. And you know what? But I like the pre-K kinder age. Everything after that, including my son, become little shits after what's, that. What's funny is that you say that, but then when you meet a little shit or something like that. You yourself are like, oh no, f that little kid. Like, yes, but you can easily influence. A kinder or pre-K kid, like, hey, here's a sticker, quiet. Or here, here's a Capri Sun. Yes or no, but you there know? are some 
There's some. That I don't want to say like here's a candy because then that's creepy. But what well, you, you don't know. have a you're not going around in a van <laughs> no, saying hey but you have you some can, candy. You can easily like influence like hey if you sit down I'll give you a sticker. Okay, yeah, this sounds weird. Right? This sounds really weird I know, it sounds and weird. creepy. But well, you know anyways, what I mean. You know what I mean. She likes teaching children, but not in a weird way. And maybe not mine. Well, we, no, we talked about that, that if you have an issue and you think you do better teaching other kids. But I think that's a whole a whole subcategory of like maybe you feel nepotism or because you're biased, you're not giving them the proper type of uh, sort of, you know, hammering it down as hard as you would with someone else's kid since it's not you your child. hammer down on somebody I don't, else's I don't, kid. I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean... It's just you're just kind of like... Oh, well, that's my baby. Yes, so it's a biased look. Yes. Yes. So, you know, that was, for Baby Dre, I think the hardest struggle with post-COVID. Social distancing, I know that for many people, um, including myself, um, we we lost some people. And that's always hard just because of, uh, you know, circumstances that you can't necessarily control. And, uh, you know... It, it leaves a lot of emotions, um, a lot of wandering emotions, especially when at the time, maybe some people didn't get to have services or say the proper goodbyes right. and everything like that. So those, I think, are one of the hardest hurdles that people have to have, had jumped through uh, to get to some sort of uh, normal, some sort of sense of normalcy and, and, and feeling like the world was getting back to normal. Um, but I think that with COVID also came a better understanding of where people's heads are at when there is a pandemic and a crisis and how people react. I mean, we're in Houston, right? And we are a week into what is going to be a hard freeze. Temperatures are going to drop down to the 20s. I can't chicken freaking anywhere. I mean, mind you, we do buy specific chicken. But, but you I can't find store. it anywhere. You go to the grocery stores right now. It's going to be three days max of a hard freeze. Yeah. Nothing crazy like we had in 2021, which we had a hard freeze in 2021 in Houston, where I do there was a lot of snow. ERCOT, the Texas grid, couldn't handle it. There were power ERCOT. outages and people were just freaking out. There were deaths and stuff like that. So it was different circumstances, but... And like, COVID was happening. So people were getting sick with COVID yeah. and then pneumonia. And it was just bad. But like I'm saying, it's like pandemic. You see how people act. And it's going to be three days of just cold weather. And people are freaking out. Grocery stores are being ran through. Water, chicken, food. All these supplies are going out the window. Which you could say, okay, preppers. You know, they want to be ready and everything like that. Great. But it's also like pandemonium. Like people just are expecting like the apocalypse is coming and they want to stock up so it really it shows the colors of how certain people act and i know for myself there were certain people that i was surprised at that i didn't take them to be like so they wouldn't freak out like that you know i i guess i what i'm trying to say is i was very surprised by people yeah i was very surprised by people don't ever be surprised by people that's true People, people always will surprise. always surprise you. That is true. Including myself. Ta-da. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so the pandemic definitely left a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, and a lot of families sort of in a uh, in a strange place because you had that rift that was caused not only by the social distancing, but then you had the media sort of meddling with people's ideas about the new vaccine that was rushed and uh, what your stance was on the vaccine. And then of course, celebrities get involved and everyone's just getting pushed and pulled. And I think it caused a big, big division uh, in, in in our country, sort of just between who we, who we thought we were before COVID and then who we sort of evolved in post-COVID. So BC, before COVID. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. So BC, BC before COVID. Before and COVID. AC, AC, after COVID. After COVID. So you got BC and AC, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, okay. So BC, Dre, okay. was different than AC Dre. A hundred percent. And I can tell you like this, one of the, one of the evolutions that I think a lot of people, including myself found was that in 2020, um, when the pandemic hit, obviously a lot of people were stuck in home at, at, in their homes. Uh, social distancing was in full effect. Restaurants were closed. Bars were closed. Uh, there wasn't really much to do in terms of social interactions. So obviously people were having Zoom parties. We, we had, had Zoom parties. Uh, we had Zoom parties all the time. We had Zoom parties. Zoom parties where we drank. Zoom parties where yep. we just kicked it with our homies. Yep. Um, and if ever, and, and if, family. Exactly. And just like anybody, I would enjoy you know some libations or two. But I think I got to the point where with the isolation and with me being secluded from friends and the social dynamic. I started reevaluating where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do with my life. And I sort of got on this health kick where it started with small, small changes, right? So the first big change that I decided to do was just give up alcohol. What was I going to do with alcohol? It wasn't really doing anything for me. It wasn't adding any positives. At the end of the day, I'm getting older. So the more alcohol I drink, and the the hangovers would just be man it wouldn't be just a day or a few hours waking up with a toddler or a kid it is not yeah but then it it would turn into a hangover would last me a few days and i can't i can't function like that you know i have work i want to be proactive with my son i wanted to be there for my family and i felt like that hangover would just take me out for a few days and you know she would have to be the one picking up the slack for me and that's not fair so I gave up alcohol, which was a huge change for me. But for me, I've never been sort of an, uh, a, a person that has any kind of addiction um, that can get addiction. So for me, if I decide something, I sort of hit a switch and it's done. So uh, 2020, I gave up alcohol and that was a huge evolution for me. 2021. That was 2020. Yeah. It was the, towards the end of 2020. Okay. Towards the end of 2020 going into 2021 because... Um, it was just one of those changes that I wanted to make for my family, for myself, mainly for myself, just to get healthier. But also, I love beer. I've always liked beer. So uh, I sort of ha- started playing around with different non-alcoholic things out there. But I mean, some of them are really bad. We played with a lot of stuff. Y'all. Sort of like the punch, 
the punchline, right? Odules and all the nasty uh, ones. But and we did play with some of like the hard liquor. I've never been really like a big drinker. I've like I like my wine. Yeah. Um, I do like beer. Um, but I'm more like of your Dos Equis kind of girl, but like the funny, Corona kind of girl. The funny part about it is I think through the pandemic and through COVID, a lot of people made the same switch to the point where these companies were paying attention. So, I mean, one of the biggest alcohol, one of the biggest beer brands, I should say, in the world, Heineken, came out with Heineken Zero. That was my first introduction so I tried that and man, tasted just like a Heineken. Right. Right. Then I found out that. Um, and restaurants are sorry to carry them. Yeah. I think I found out next that uh, Stella, Stella had a 0%. And I loved Stella. Stella was one of my favorite brands. So tried that. Tasted just like a Stella. So I was starting to realize okay, so I can still enjoy these beverages and not have any of the guilt or any of the long-standing effects of the hangover. Of the, and, then, and the alcohol, right? Because that's, you know, there's like hops and stuff like that, which are actually yeah. really good for you and like calm your body, relax your body and stuff. So the big challenge for me was the social aspect, right? Because obviously most people go to bars and everything like that. And just being there and socializing over a beer or, or a drink, that's a big thing that's that's mainly where you you go out with some buddies and you have some some beers and you're all chatting and having a good time you remove alcohol and it sort of becomes just you and friends going to a restaurant and eating which is fine but the bar scene is a very huge social well, there's tool. like a little bit you know like at a bar you got like the music going people are some people do get a little bit more crunk than others. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so, most people only go to bars because they're going to have a few drinks and they're going right. to enjoy their and time with their friends. To bar, right. So and then that when was, you go with your buddies, half of your buddies are probably not non-alcoholic. So they all drink. And correct, then some that are was, not. So if you guys go to bars, they have both options now. Now. But back then, it wasn't a thing. You would go to a bar in 2020, 2021... There was no... You weren't going to a bar in 2020. No, well, mainly the bars were closed, so it wasn't happening. Not you. You'd bring COVID. Because <laughs> if somebody was going to a bar in 2020, God. they'd be like, oh, no. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I got caught off guard. I didn't understand any of that right there. But anyways... Whatever. Yes. So what I mean is it wasn't common. You wouldn't go to a bar and order a non-alcoholic beer because they didn't have it. Now you go to bars and literally they can offer you a few different options. And some bars even have, you know, a whole separate list for non-alcoholic right. items. So it's pretty I ordered cool. a virgin gumdrop recently. Or what well, no, it? those, those. What was it? And she's like, do you want to eliminate? No, mocktail. Freaking lady. Yeah, mocktail's Stop the most in a thing. She's like, you want to eliminate? And I'm like, but yeah, but make it nice. That was pretty funny though. That was pretty funny because I thought that that was a very... That was her being smart. Her tip got cut in half. That was an honest, honest comment. <laughs> what is a virgin lemon drop? It is a lemonade. Well, yeah, but make it nice. Make it fancy. Make me feel good. I'll pay the extra. Make her feel good. <laughs> hey, you make me feel good right now. <laughs> she could have just brought the freaking lemonade and not said anything and said, here's your gumdrop. Made me feel really good that I had... Like a virgin uh, drink, and I was good. I think you are expecting way too much 
from a lady that's there just to make some drinks and bring them to you. You're you're asking her to take charge of it's your happiness. It's called service. No. It's called customer service. You asked her, make me happy. <laughs> what buy a drink? Whatever. Anyways. Anyways, so the social aspect of COVID was a big deal in terms of me cutting alcohol out of my life. So I was very happy to know that through that and getting to where we are now, there are so many different options available. Yes, because like I said, I'm not a, a beer drinker. No. So I'm like a wine drinker and we found non-alcoholic wine. There's like one that every grocery store sells. Eh, not a big fan. Um, but there is other ones like at Whole Foods, like at Total Wine, um, that are a little bit better in taste, um, that I can drink like on a daily. And what's funny is that you talk to a lot of people and when the minute you mention non-alcoholic wine or anything like that, like the, oh, like grape, grape, oh, yes. grape juice. I do say, that I drink is? an expensive grape juice. But it's, it's not like, but it's not. A it's, lot of people are surprised. It is the way that is processed. A lot of people it, are surprised by flavors of these non-alcoholics. Like everyone has the negative connotation, right? Of non-alcoholic beer. Oh, old duels, which everyone knew to be just disgusting. I didn't even know that was not alcoholic. It's disgusting. I it's it's it nasty. nasty. There's just no flavor there. So you would expect that from other brands, but you would be pleasantly surprised if you picked up a 0% Heineken or a 0% Corona, which they do have, and it tastes just like a Corona. And it hits the spot, and there's no guilt. So that It was- even messes with you, because when we first started drinking them, I was downing them because I hadn't had anything in a while. And so I'm drinking them. I'm drinking them. And by like maybe the third, fourth one, I'm like, I should be fucking drunk by now. I should be tipsy. I should be feeling something. And it fucks with your juju a little bit. You know, like it's like, "Mm, should you? Should you be? Should should you be tipsy by now? And you're not. Yeah. So. So it's, it's, it's one of those blessings in disguise, right? Because I wanted to get healthier. I wanted to get better. Uh, social situations uh, really restricted my ability to go out with friends and stuff like that. I mean, I still would, but it was it wasn't the same. Like they're heading to a bar, then what, what would I do? You know. So it's it's gotten to uh, it's gotten to a better place where that's no longer the case because more options. So I'm glad I made that switch. I'm glad that that has been a blessing for me, and I think it's been a blessing for all of us because you don't really drink. I've, like I said, not a big drinker. Um, social, yes. And then, you know, here and there when I'm cooking or I'm making like my good foods. Yep. Then sometimes I'm like, hey, pour me a glass of wine. Um, and I have always been like a wino, I would say. No, uh, don't say that. Well, this is bad in Spanish. That, yeah, but that's not good. <laughs> you don't want to call yourself a wino. <laughs> okay, a wine enthusiast. There you go. A wine enthusiast. A wine connoisseur. A wine connoisseur. Oh, I'm a wine connoisseur. Um, anyways, so, uh, yes. So, now having that option, yeah, makes it a little better. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the other major changes that I made was that I started reading. I guess that's not a major change for a lot of people, but I typically never read books. Uh, I, I'm, everyone knows I'm a big movie guy. Uh, I love movies, love TV shows, I love just all of it in general. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to give reading another shot because I used to like it when I was younger. So I started reading. and man, it took off. I, I love it. I love reading now and 
I, that I just... is not my jam. I really try, but I have found out that I don't like to read in English. I like to read in Spanish. She likes to read in Spanish. Yeah. So I have a few books. I'm actually in a, in a book club now. Yeah. Um, housewife problems. Uh, <laughs> uh, where I'm in a, in a in a book club, and it is a bilingual book club. It's awesome. We, you know, I mean, we yeah. choose books that are both in English and in Spanish. Um, and I've learned that I like to read in Spanish. And, and I like to read in Korean because I don't know what it says. So I finished the book very quickly. <laughs> Just, <go through. laughs> Just run Wait, through. Wait, is it backwards? Don't they read like this way? You know, Korean books? I don't know. I know Japanese is. Exactly. Yeah, with the mangas and everything like that. Yeah, you read from back back to front. So technically, you're already done when you started. Anyways, one of the other changes <laughs> that I made... <laughs> one of the other changes I made is uh, I started working out. Ooh, me too! Well, recently, yeah. Let's hold on. Let's <laughs> let's cover the majors, right? Which is yes, I've been working out for about a year and a half now, and just it's not so much about getting in shape or uh, looking fit or buff or anything like that. Those are the benefits and the perks of it, but right? But it does look like a poppy chulo. Thank you, you my add, beautiful can you wife. Add steam with it? No. No, you're just licking me, licking your finger and touching me is what you're doing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just about being healthy for me, right? Because, like I said, I'm getting up there in age and I want to take care of my body. I want to make sure that it gives me as many years as I can and that I'm here for my son. I'm able to play with him and sort of uh, keep up that endurance and that stamina that I'm going to need heading into the, uh, the middle part of my life on this journey. So um, it's been awesome, you know, working out, getting in shape, feeling good. I mean, even the days that I don't want to go, those are probably my best workouts just because I feel so much better afterwards. I, I like working out at night, you know, just put Ooh. my headphones then on. Then he comes home and the sexy time is good. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those are other things <laughs> that uh, uh, stamina, endurance, these are the things that we talk about. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a journey and I, I've had a, a great support team, a couple of buddies that I do go to the gym with and uh, they've been awesome getting me sort of dedicated. I've sort of inserted my own ideologies in there regarding cardio because that was, we were lacking in cardio. So that was one of the biggest things that I, I think I contributed to our team. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's been an awesome journey just because it's a newfound love along with reading. That I, that I found, and it's just a habit now. It's a force of habit. It's not even necessarily about, oh, I have to hit the gym because I gotta lose 20 pounds, right? Because I gotta look good for, you know, in six weeks, uh, 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 what mean, do they call it? The, the, the summer. Gym, I gotta lose weight. Summer body. I but gotta, no, no, but that's what I, I mean. Like, pull every day at summer. Now, summer. It's, now it's just about getting healthy, and I know that yeah. I'm not in a rush. I know yeah. that what lose I'm doing. Lose the barriga. Now what I'm doing is going to get me there. And I think maybe another year and a half is where I'm going to feel completely satisfied with my journey and just making tweaks here and there, right? There's no end goal. Well, there is an end goal for me. And my end goal is I need to fucking look good in a, a one piece because come on, get real. I'm 27 now. And uh, 
Actually, I'm 26. Oh I'm, my god. I'm 26, and I'm turning 27 this year. We've been we've known each other and been together for 14 <laughs> years, which means that if you were 27, you would have been 13 when I was courting you. <laughs> okay. Either. Okay. One. Let's just chill out there. Okay. All right, Epstein. All right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Dark, wait. Dark joke of the of the. Wait. Of the podcast. Where was I going? Oh yes. No. Yes. I yes. Full on health, you know, and I know I have to work out because of my health, but honestly, I need to look good in a one piece right now because summer is coming this year. We're at the pool and all these housewives uh, and all these, what is it, suburban bitches, they've been looking good, man, because they, suburban bitches. because they get, they get surgeries and uh, I'm scared of going under the knife. I'm scared. You know, but if you had the money, you would do it. No, I'm scared. You're scared. I'm scared. I don't really? think even if I had the money, I would do it. But we've talked about this. So you said you would want the the what was it called? The, I just uh, want a butt. The mommy. Was it called? No, I don't need that. What is that called again? Like the mommy, like a mommy makeover. Mommy makeover. Yes. I don't need. I don't. I don't think I need a mommy makeover. I think my boobs still look good, so I don't think I. You look fantastic. Thank you, baby. Um, but I, you know. You know, just getting my tummy a little bit better, you know. Uh, I know I'm never going to be able to get rid of them damn stretch marks. I didn't even get too many. But, you know, I still got some. I saw the surgery that guys are doing now where they break your femur and they stretch out your legs so that you grow like two inches, three inches taller. You have to learn how to rewalk on your legs. That's just dumb. I don't think I would ever Oh, it's do insane. That. I don't know who's doing this, maybe for athletes and stuff, but I would think that later on in life that would cause you would have like major problems. Major bone issues. Right? But they literally break your femur and where your knee is and they create this brace where it stretches it out. I don't know what the procedure is internally, but they stretch all of that out and then you see the before and after pictures. I don't think I can do that. Like they're in they're in like these Canes and what if you went out with a dude and then he was short and then that was like a big turnoff and then like two years later you went into him and he's like fucking hey why not for girls like height's a big thing right they want to be uh, with a guy that's taller than than them I don't think I think it just depends on the person but yeah. yes it always is a little I don't know I don't know actually I don't know that actually leads into a good subtopic about dating is that. There's so many double standards with what women use to sort of conceal and enhance and everything. Oh like my that. god, have y'all seen them TikToks about the like girl taking their <gasps> teeth out and their makeup and everything? Yeah, like that? I would be as a man. Well, I don't even know. Has, do they have them for women? Like men that just look fucked up that maybe like. What? What? Like, that's what I was leading into. Because men put on men, makeup too. Yeah, but that's. The, I think the biggest thing for men would be the height thing. I know that there's heavy advertising to these, for these shoes like, that are lifts. Yeah. Yeah, they're like they lifts like that give you height, and they make guys look taller. And now there's actually like skins or spanks for men that literally smooths out their stomach. Which and make I hear them look, are very good. I mean, I am a fan of skims. I use skims, and I I like them. I just think it's so crazy because. What would a Skims woman now say? Does Nike. By the way, I was not a Kardashian fan, and now I am. So, yeah. Where are we right H- now? Hit me up if y'all like the Kardashians. Where are we? That's something that COVID did to me. Sorry. Where are we <laughs> right now? Well, you said talking about Skims. So I just, you know, I'll just throw it in there. So, what I was going to say mm. is that what would happen yeah. as a woman if you were getting ready to be with a guy... 
you were all getting ready, like you picked him up at a at a club or whatever, right? You guys go back to your place, and then he throws his shirt off, and you see his skin is tucked. He starts pulling him down. You see, I'm just saying because women get I mean, away with yes. that shit, right? Women get away with that shit. They got the fake. Uh, oh, eyelashes. I don't do them. They got all the but makeup. Yeah. They got the the I fake do. hair. They got the skins. They got the the booty ones. The ones that have to give women. I the will booty. say, I wore the booty for my wedding. Yeah, well, that was an occasion. These women wear them on and a I regular buy it day. At Walmart. They wear them on a regular day to make them look good in jeans. Yeah, False I advertising. That. I don't do that. Yeah, and then what happens when you get home and you're about to spank it? There ain't nothing there. She fly. Well, you got it. Well, <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't even. But the know. double standard is so real with guys. I mean, it's becoming more and more common for these male products that they're starting to come out. Right. But who's wearing them? I'm sure there's plenty, but I wanted to buy you not, the, but the, like the everyday skin stuff. Like I told you, they have like the chones and then the shirts, but they're like everyday. I don't think they're yeah. like compression. Com- compression garments. So I don't mind like when I work out, I wear the leggings, right? The, the the compression leggings because they're good for the the circulation and stuff like that. But I could not wear skims to hide la barriga or or anything like that. Not it's necessarily just... skims. You're saying a faja. Una faja, exactly. I couldn't do that. It's just not. It's not for me. But I know that they're becoming more and more common in the but I think... marketplace. I think they've always been around. Because it's kind of like, like you know, the, 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 the gym things, the um, like the waist trainers. Men wear waist trainers I've, all the time at the gym. I've seen a few men at the gym with waist trainers. But I think that's more about love handles than anything. It really is. But it, that's, because I think that's, that's for everybody. Still, that, that's, still, that's still a faja. Yes, but they're using it for a certain goal. Now, this is me speculating, right? Because that's the only idea that I have why you would use it to just tuck your your midsection in because it's love handles. No, but technically it gives support to your back spine. That's why you have the weight Stability. Right? No, because that's also stability. I guess, but that's why you have weight belts, right? Yeah, but what if somebody doesn't want a weight belt? And weight belt sometimes can get expensive. Maybe you just find a waist trainer, you know, that's five, ten bucks, and you boom. It just, it happens, I right? I don't see that happening. I, I don't see a it. guy saying, mm, weight belt, or let me put this faja on. Nah, the I don't see Waist it. trainer. Faja. No, I would say faja. Well, whatever. Faja. Anyways. Um, yeah. There you go. But. Tell me something. Tell me. Prove me wrong. Right in here. <laughs> It's going to really be funny if we really can't put anything here. This, <laughs> listen, this season is going to be great. All right. This is just the first of many, many episodes. We're definitely excited. We really we want to hear from y'all. We want to hear what y'all want to talk about, what topics. There's plenty of things that that we're a little bit older now and just going through different, different stage in our life. I, I always say this. I always tell Julianne and my brother, anybody that is, you know, sane enough to listen to me. Um, Nobody. I've, I've learned a lot in the last probably four to five years. And a lot of my ideas and the, my, my 
outlook of the world has changed and what's important to me has changed. And so I always, I always try to take things in stride because I say that when you're going through hard times, that's obviously not... Well, it's also time to learn. It's not the end of the road. That is one part of the journey. So I always look at everything, opportunities, challenges, um, moments, um, both negative and positive. I always look at it as part of the journey. It's part of your story. And it's just one wrinkle in a very long, long life when we get to the end of the journey, right? So I try not to fret on the the challenges or the uh, the hard times, and I try to look at positives. I've become a lot more am, positive of well, a yes, person. Thank the Lord. I really am. I am. I am a very positive person. Yeah. I am a very. Positive and I think that's rubbed off on me. I I really do because I I try not to let the small things interfere with just my general emotion. You are your master of emotions. How you let people or situations control your emotions uh tells tells a lot about you and it takes a long time to become your own master because the minute you you learn that you're in full control of how you feel that is the day that you are able to decide what's important and what's not and what you should allow to bug you bug you and what you don't you can let go in a very very simple fashion but it's not easy it takes a lot it takes a lot to get there and i i don't want to say i'm the master yet but i'm getting there and so Just i think always look at it what is it they say half full and yeah half like, full so maturity look. yeah maturity has gotten me uh these last five years four years has gotten me to a place where i have a better understanding of what i want our life to look like and what i want to teach my son so it's one of those things that we're we're definitely going to touch on a lot of more, not boring, but philosophical subjects where philosophical. I I want Put to be able to... Put your philosophical hat on. Thank you for that. Yeah, um, that probably pissed him off. <laughs> no, not at all. I am the master. <laughs> we, we have fun. And I know that you guys have fun with us all the time. So that's why we thought it would be just so great to have you guys... Back with us in bed talking about all the stuff that you consider pillow talk because it's definitely a fun experience for us to yeah. do these and we have a blast every time we do it. Uh, the first season was fun and now with all the wisdom and all the, the, the things that have changed in all of our lives uh, over the last four years with COVID, I think that there's a lot of subjects and a lot of topics that we have uh, we have a lot to cover. Yeah, and and right below on the comments, huh? Huh? Right below. The there's, there's not going to be nothing there. I'm not putting anything right, there. Right on the comments below for any topics that you guys want us to talk about. You know, I I want to look at this season as a season for you guys because, like y'all, we went through a lot. We went through a lot during COVID. We're still going through a lot. everybody's seasons everybody's different seasons of life and if we can just all come together as a community and just really help each other out because you really never know what your neighbor is going through and just maybe a wisdom or just something small may make a huge difference in somebody else's life and you may not even know 
that because you did that or because you said that it could have changed somebody's life. Yeah. So definitely, I think coming together as, you know, I mean, shit, we're only here once, you know, there's no going back. You just never know if you'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. So being here and just really trying to help each other out. No regrets. No regrets. And it's funny because, you know, obviously a lot of people will associate that with the movie where he has the tattoo, no regrets. But no regrets because I always say everything you've been through, all the experience, good and bad, all the shitty moments that you think that you would want to go back and change, everything's led to the person you are today. And you've learned from them. And everybody in your life today that you have chosen to be a part of your life today are there because of all the decisions you made in the past, good and bad. So why would you change anything if you're at a point in your life where you've grown, you've learned, and you've gotten to a place where you could find somewhat happiness or find someone that you're happy with or have uh, uh, children in your life that you're happy to have? So all of these things are based off the decisions you made in the past. And I wouldn't change any of my decisions, good or bad. I don't think and, anybody should change their decisions. But there's a lot of people that would. So my, my, my words of wisdom is that you shouldn't. Look back, reflect, but always move forward, right? Because everything that you've done so far has led you to today. And there's still a lot of life left. You just got to keep it pushing. You got to keep it going. Yep. No looking back and just gun it. Exactly. And I think that's a good message to end on, on our first one. As an introductory to season two, Pillow Talk, the Marmals podcast is officially back. And we will be bringing you episodes every week, or at least try to. Life has a funny way of interfering with your plans we're but we parents, definitely people get sick we are definitely you going know, to try we go on vacay yeah oh you guys can you come you guys are going to be coming with us with on vacation some people know but we will be bringing you a very special edition of the marmos podcast towards the end of march so yep. you guys will be journeying with Mid-March. us somewhere no spring break ish no no because i have to edit things man it oh. takes a while. Okay. Never mind. So anyways, towards the end of March. But you guys are going to be along with us on burst. this journey. And uh, season two is going to be fun. So we appreciate you guys taking your time uh, on your maybe Monday morning commute or midweek commute. Whatever you're <laughs> listening to this uh, or watching this, we appreciate you guys. And we look forward to uh, an amazing yes, season. Yes, we do have a TikTok now. So if you do have TikTok, uh, go follow us. It's uh, the Marmals podcast uh, in, what is it called? It, Pillow Talk. Um, so go click it, like it, um, and follow us on TikTok. We still have our Instagram. Um, and we're you guys can find us on Spotify, yeah, Apple. Apple, all the streaming services yeah. um, for your podcasts. Uh, so make sure you go listen or watch us. Yeah. So the watching, I think, definitely is going to be your best bet uh, on Spotify because I think that's going to be the one where you're going to get the the most bang for your buck. But you can find us everywhere. And if you don't, we have our own website, themarmalspodcast.podbean.com. That one you can watch and listen to all our podcasts whenever you want. So, uh, yeah, from me and from Julianne. We love y'all. 
Go to bed. It's late. <laughs> it's late. Go the Mama Podcast is back. Thank you for tuning in. We will check you out on the next episode. Bye, y'all. All right. Later, guys.